It is always difficult to know whether to be appalled or encouraged when a former holder of high office finds themselves in court answering for malfeasances perpetrated on their watch. On the one hand, it's incredibly depressing that any such miscreant might have won the trust of voters in the first place. On the other, it's kind of heartening to witness such an unmistakable demonstration that no citizen is above the law. It is, therefore, even more appalling yet encouraging when a current holder of high office is hauled before the beak. And while the world waits to see which if either of these two spectacles may be served up in coming months by the United States, we will have to make do for the moment with Italy. The late Silvio Berlusconi, three times Italy's Prime Minister, once estimated that he had racked up over a career his more tactful obituarists described as colourful more than two and a half thousand court appearances in at least 106 different trials. In one of history's more outrageous affronts to natural justice, common sense and the law of averages, Berlusconi never spent a night in the clink. It is Matteo Salvini, Italy's current Deputy Prime Minister and Minister for Infrastructure and Transport, who will presently be hoping for some of Berlusconi's luck. Salvini took the stand in Palermo late last week, resuming proceedings in a trial which has been grinding glacially along since late 2021. Salvini, on the hook on a variety of charges, theoretically faces anything up to 15 years in prison. Salvini's indictments are not the usual reasons that Italian politicians find themselves in the dock. He is not accused of stuffing his own trousers with the contents of the public treasury or maintaining relationships with the kind of business people whose priests especially look forward to their visits to the confessional. At least not this time. Last April, an Italian judge dropped an investigation into allegations that the party Salvini leads, the League, had been in receipt of funding from Russia, that trail having run cold when Russian authorities refused, astonishingly, to cooperate. We will pause briefly at this moment for listeners to have a nice long scratch of their chins. Let's have some chin-scratching music. What Salvini is presently answering for is kidnapping and dereliction of official duty. This dates back to Salvini's previous stint as Deputy Prime Minister, during which he was also Minister of the Interior, and determined to demonstrate by example his view that the only line to take on migrant boats crossing the Mediterranean was an extremely hard one. Salvini refused to allow one migrant rescue ship, the Open Arms, operated by the Spanish NGO of that name, to dock at any Italian port. At the time, Open Arms was carrying 147 migrants recently fished out of the drink after leaving Libya. After Salvini refused it permission to enter Italian waters, it stayed at sea for three weeks until the prosecutor of the Sicilian city of Agrigento, alarmed by reports of the deteriorating sanitary conditions aboard Open Arms, ordered the vessel to be impounded and brought to shore. 
Salvini's approach to this case has thus far been bullish, verging on the contemptuous. Always a risky approach, though he does have some reason for confidence in that a previous case of broadly similar charges about a different migrant boat was dropped in 2021. Salvini has insisted that he acted in Italy's interests and that he remains proud of the decisions he took. This is to be expected. Salvini, like populist blowhards across the democratic world, learned from Berlusconi the awesome ironclad power of total shamelessness. Salvini also knows that the stand he took, like it or not, was and remains popular. Salvini's party got beaten up somewhat in the most recent Italian election in 2022, but are nevertheless in government as part of a hard-right coalition of parties united substantially by hostility towards immigration, especially the kind attempted by people setting out on boats from North Africa. Salvini has repeatedly said that his head is held on this matter high. Indeed, judging from his general demeanour in court, Salvini is enjoying the proceedings tremendously, not least because further attention is being drawn towards them by a cameo appearance from Richard Gere, who visited open arms while it was marooned at sea, and who is, at least as Salvini sees it, playing the role of a lifetime as a clueless rich foreign bleeding-heart elitist looking down upon the earnest beleaguered common folk Salvini purports to represent. None of which, whatever the verdict turns out to be, usefully advances discussion about what a constructive practical solution to Europe's migration problems might look like. But a constructive practical solution to Europe's migration problems is the last thing Salvini and those of his ilk elsewhere actually want. For Monocle Radio, I'm Andrew Muller.